This podcast is brought to you by listeners like you through Patreon and Coffee.com. Thank you. We're also brought to you by Libris Arcana. Stay tuned during this podcast for more information and promo codes. It is morning. Um, Nocturne mentioned something about going to a blacksmith. Uh, does everybody follow, or are you gonna like meet up back at the uh, bed and breakfast inn? Or I think um, Dante will sort of be at the end, sort of slowly eating his food, mulling a bit of a drink, and just sort of having a nice, nice bit of a morning. He'll wait there. Um, Mona's going to prepare her spells for the day, because that's a cleric thing to do. Roscoe, have any interest going uh, with Nocturna to a blacksmith? Probably not, no. And lastly, let's ask Kiriyoshi. Kiriyoshi, any interest to see your best friend? Actually, no, you have stuff to pick up from the blacksmith, too, don't you? Yes. Yeah. You asked for... Man. Yeah. Totally with it, guys. I'm totally with it. Um, I'm, sure. I'm sure. in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, could you remind me again what uh, she was doing to your... I think it was Hammer? It was the... Uh... Yeah, Warhammer. It was the two-handed Warhammer, and she was fixing the handle because it had gotten a crack in his last uh, battle. Oh, yeah. And this is the uh, first Warhammer that she's ever made for him. Cool. So For those that weren't following along. Because I was totally following along. Or at least you hope I was. <laughs> Um, so Kiryoshi, um, Nocturna, you both go out, you adventure toward the edge of town where the blacksmith is, uh, she's pounding away, she has a, uh, like, bunch of silvered arrows behind her, and was there anything else that was being silvered, um, other than arrow tips? Not that I can think of. And um, she uh, waves at you and stops hammering. And uh, she doesn't give as ferocious a hug as she uh, did the first time she uh, saw you, Kiryoshi. But she does still come up. She hugs you. Uh, oh, <laughs> I am almost done with your Warhammer. Um, just give me uh, a moment. And uh, I hope you enjoy what I did to it. Oh, no problem. You're always good to me. And turns around to Nocturna. Uh, your order is also done. Um, I just need you to uh, sign uh, the order so everybody knows that you actually received it. You know, 
that kind of legal stuff. And, okay, I'll sign it. Yeah, and she takes out uh, the same like order thing that you signed before, and it, there's just a space at the bottom that you, you know, for receiving, and she has you sign it. And um, yeah, you can once again feel something odd happen, but you're not quite sure what it is. And you get your, uh, what, 20 silvered arrows? Yes. And uh, then she goes back, uh, and she comes back uh, with your Warhammer, uh, Kiryoshi, and uh, it looks... It looks really nice. It seems that she, uh, you know, polished it where it needed to be. Um, it seems to have a slight extra weight to it for some reason. But the handle is, like, awesome now. Oh, I will enjoy using this now. I'll I'll enjoy finding out just exactly what you did to the hammer. He he gives her a mischievous smirk. I uh, you pick up your stuff. Um, actually, uh, give me an investigation, curious to see if you can tell what happened to your warhammer. Yeah, you can tell it's slightly heavier and um. The handle's done really, really well. As usual. So everybody meets up. Um, yeah, there's no drama going on. And spells are prepared. Uh, yeah, food has been eaten. Drinks have been drunk. Looks like everybody's ready for an adventure. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Woo! Uh, so you start heading out uh, to the east to the town of uh, Burby. And, uh, it is a winter's day. It is clear. There is a frost all over the grass and some of the ground. Um, you know, Chipton looks nice and cozy with all its chimneys just having smoke come out of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's a cold morning. It's frosty, it's chilly. All of that. And, uh, you start going... So, you have a couple ways of getting there. Uh, there is going on the main path, which, uh, is a little bit windy, but it eventually gets there. The main path kind of, like, goes north and loops around... But, you know, there are more direct paths that you could uh, take, kind of just heading east and uh, out. Is the main path going to be kind of safer? Do we know? Um, from experience with traveling around, since you guys are seasoned adventurers, uh, yes, the main path is usually... Um, easier it usually has little inns and stuff and villages along it um and you don't have to go through the wilderness and fight off who knows what uh generally in this area if uh you go too far off the beaten path uh there can be anything from ogres to owlbears to um 
you know, just monsters. <laughs> and and also wild animals. And, you know, a, a living ec ecosystem that's out there. But it would save you probably about, like, a day or two. What if we did, like, a little bit of wilderness and the rest of the path? Like, we... We did like this bit of wilderness and cut off this section here and then rejoined the main path. I that that sounds like a uh, question to ask in character with the group as you start heading off. Because uh, if you just start heading east, you know, that's kind of a choice. But if you kind of go to the west and curve up and take the main road all the way there, um, that's also another option. So, you guys are standing at the uh, front porch of this bed and breakfast inn, and, uh, you know, you guys have a map of the area between uh, Chipton and Burby. Uh, you guys see the many paths, and, um, yeah, do, do you, does uh, Mona bring this up? Yeah, do we have the map out? Yeah, you're probably looking at the map right now. Just out of curiosity, um, Mona, is your is yours the yellow line? Uh, no, I drew the green line so that we would do like a little bit of wilderness, and Mona's pointing to the direction that she thinks they should go on the map, and then rejoin the main path to just get a little training in all together before we hit hit the main event. Well, I know Kiriyoshi uh, is thinking about taking the path that Mona had suggested because he's anxious to test out um, what the uh, blacksmith had done uh, with his uh, Warhammer. Seeing as that's one of his favorites. So you all are standing there and uh, you all are looking at the map. Uh, let's do this in character. Uh, what does Kiriyoshi say to, uh, you know, Try to guide the group in the way he uh, the way he wants to go. You know, Mona brings up an excellent point. We could get a little bit of uh, training in as a group, and I'm actually anxious to test out my new uh, Warhammer. So, shall we encounter any uh, enemies? I can just smash the lights out. Yes. No. I'm kind of. Gesturing I, with my hands a bit at everyone. I, I would agree with Kiryoshi. So you wish for us to spar, was it? Yeah, just, just a little training. And it might mean that we get there like a half day faster, but then we'll also wind up like at some of these inns here and then kind of gesture at the map again so we don't get burnt out before the main job. Well, I'm... Mm. Not much of a fighter, but sure, he says and smiles a little bit. Curiosity gesturing at, at the map goes, You know, this end over here isn't too terrible. That one uh, you might want to kind of watch out for. Don't just sleep with one eye open. And, uh, Nocturna, you can... As a also seasoned adventurer, you could probably confirm that, you know, uh, what he's saying is mostly true. I mean, uh, you've been around. Yes. 
So what what does Nocturna think of uh, you know saving a day or or day and a half? I would say a day and a half would probably be the sounds like the best idea. It does seem like we are on a bit of a time limit. We're going to pause things for a moment and have a word from our sponsors. Libris Arcana. Do you like role-playing games, but you have no dice? Are you a dice dragon and just need a horde dice? Libris Arcana has you covered. Libris Arcana offers both a monthly and quarterly subscription to get dice. Yeah, that's right. They send you dice monthly or every three months. They also sell individual dice sets and great leather protective book covers for your gaming manuals. Go to www.librisarcana.com. That's L-I-B-R-I-S-A-R-C-A-N-A.com to find out more. And if you use the promo code SWORDFALLFAN, you get a discount. Look in the description below for more details. And now back to the story. You guys decide to take the wilderness, well, slight wilderness track. Are are you going to have a marching order or are you going to like kind of just wing it and, you know, kind of be in a group or what's going on? I've got a suggestion. Isn't the fighter generally the person at the front, whereas the more magic users are towards the back of the group? Well, there's several different ways to do this. Uh, yeah, sometimes the fighters are at the um, back or the front. Uh, generally, people with better perceptions, like your rangers, but you don't really have any rangers, uh, go ahead and scout... Um, or generally, the sneakier people go out ahead and like scout and see if there's trouble. Um, there's also a way of having uh, your best fighters at the front and the back, and have the magic users more in the middle. So, you know, if you guys do get attacked, uh, you're not like surrounded and have your magic users at the back totally uh, exposed. You know, things like that. It's however you guys want to do it. Well, I'm only asking because uh, Kiriyoshi would kind of prefer Roscoe to be in the middle of the group because he doesn't quite trust Roscoe. <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't quite trust him to be the scout. Well, Roscoe wouldn't volunteer to be the scout anyway. Yeah, that means getting dirty. That I think Moan is going to go towards the back of the group so that she can heal people and use ranged spells and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Dante would walk at the back as well, because uh, like he's slow at walking. Okay, and he's very leisurely with how he strolls along, you know. <laughs> and where would Nocturna like kind of? Uh, probably like close to the probably close to the front, but not like the front front. So it sounds like to me, it's going to be 
Kiryoshi, Roscoe, Nocturna, Dante Dinmona? Sure. sure. I will take note of that. Should I do a perception check just to... Because <laughs> uh, Kiryoshi doesn't quite trust Roscoe being right behind him. <laughs> so should I do a, like a perception roll? So I'm going to give you a few options here. Um, so if you do a perception check, you can either do it only on Roscoe or on the land like before you. So, like, your attention is going to be put somewhere. Uh, you just have to choose where it's going to be. Um, also, somebody has to give me a survival check to make sure you guys are going in the right direction because you're not going by road, you're going by uh, wilderness, basically. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh god! You killed us all. Maybe I should have been one. Can someone else do survival check? Do we have um, what uh, what Karyoshi says from there? Can we discern that we need to do another survival so check? We're, I know we're we've gonna... seen this tree before. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's following us. So also, um, everyone, give me perception checks. Everyone. Hey. At least I got a good perception. I am distracted. Yep. <laughs> you definitely identify that tree. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen that tree before. You guys yeah. are staring at one butterfly. <laughs> Dante, Nocturna, Roscoe, they're all, I don't know. Kiryoshi's at a 23, though. So yeah, yeah, he, he's got at least some sense of awareness. He ain't, he ain't knowing where he's going, but he I, knows. You're, you're keeping track of that one hill. Yeah. Of course, this area is kind of hilly, so that one hill is um, maybe not the right <laughs> hill, but you're no, still... No, it's that one tree. <laughs> it's that one tree? Uh... Yeah, he's following us. I'm telling you guys. Okay, yeah, so... I imagine mine's more blind trust. I'm just, like, not even bothering looking much. It's like, Kiryoshi knows the way. <laughs> so, everyone, I'm gonna roll off a random table. Woo! Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. that does not seem like the greatest thing in the world. So I, uh, to kick us off, Max Turner, can you give me a D100 roll? Uh, let's see if I can remember how to do that. Uh, let's see. Ah, there it is. 68. Okay. That did not sound like a good okay. No, it didn't. Uh -uh. Uh oh. It's the GM is smiling okay. I can hear the smile. <laughs> yeah, I heard that smile too, and I'm, I'm, I don't know. I can just see the gift now. You can certainly try. Rest <laughs> in pieces, everybody. Okay. Um, Dante and Thank Roscoe. Huh? I said, did I do, doom us all? <laughs> uh, Dante and Roscoe, also give me 1D hundreds. That's an 
Ready for some strangeness, guys? Always. Sure. Kiriyoshi, you are the first one to notice this. Um, so there's a small grove full of trees, and there's a tree that seems to be swaying in the wind. The only problem is, there isn't wind. Oh. <laughs> Saw that coming. <laughs> I told you guys, I knew this tree is following us, right? And, out loud. Um, you, most of you don't notice this, but Mona, yeah, that tree is definitely following you. Okay. Um. Right. And how big is this tree that's following us? Oh, you know, it's about like twenty feet tall. It's walking. It, um, you know, uh, seems to have shadows within its branches. Can I do an arcana or a nature check to learn more about it? Uh, you do either, actually. Uh, no choices Why not both? Uh, well, they're both like plus two to that, so just do a nature check. Ah, it, it's uh -oh. green. It's it's a tree. It's um there and it shouldn't be walking. Right. That was right, I, I tells you. Yeah, um yep, so you're right. You know there's just something really weird about it. Um in Kiryoshi, you do see forms within the branches. Like, um, how, how are you guys... Like, it's following you. It's stalking you guys. It seems to, um... Can I try to intimidate the tree? Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Yes, yes I want to step back. She takes a step back, raises her hand out, and suddenly in her hand there's a giant axe. And she goes, S Go away, I have an axe, I will cut you down. Maybe roll an intimidation. Roll an intimidation. Let's. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> okay. Fine. First thing popped into my head. <laughs> that was a good intimidation roll. It's a good try. Okay. <laughs> that was actually a terrible role for me, but. This podcast is powered by listeners like you. Thanks. Please like, comment, rate, share, and subscribe wherever you can. Consider supporting us through Patreon, Coffee.com, or by hitting the listener support button on our Anchor.fm page. Follow and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Discord. For all these links, look in the description below. If you liked our podcast, consider listening to these other great podcasts. 
So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT, or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas and natural twenties. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.